Hi, everybody. Yes, I'm Anthony Quinn. This is Food Addict. Yes. And I'm just going to get right into it. I have my friend Tom Nemec with me. Did I say your name right, Tom? Yeah, that's good enough. <laughs> I always get the that's good enough. Okay, I'll take it that's good enough. I will. Yeah, yeah. I think my, fa- my father said Nemec and we say Nemec. You know, we, okay. we didn't like him, so. <laughs> I think my cousins say Nemec. Okay. All right, well, if your cousins have a problem, have them call me. <laughs> well, I have about almost 10 Tom Nemix from around the world on my Facebook. A few years ago, I started to like collect Tom Nemix. And every once in a while, I would put out, like, how do you say your name? And we're split down the middle. Some of us say Nemix and some of us say Nemix. Okay, all right. Yeah, there was yeah. this guy, Anthony Quinn, and um, I friended him. And yeah. I said, on his birthday, I said, happy birthday to me. And it was funny. <laughs> yes, yeah. And I get I get them saying, you know, I get them posting. So Tom Nemec posts on my Tom Nemec Facebook. Even though it wasn't just funny right there, it was funny to me when it happened. Okay. Yes, it's funny. No, it's funny. I, I get it because they do it. And I see, like, people are going to think, like, what is Tom posting a comment on his own page? Several Tom Nemecs. Like, what is he doing? I wonder if people probably think I have all of these different accounts, but I don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm just one guy, man. Um, yeah, I mean, I've always gotten a lot of attention because of my name, because of the actor Anthony Quinn. Um, there's oh, not, yes. There's not that many Anthony Quinns, but they're out there. Watch yep. out for the Anthony Quinns, Tom. <laughs> and the Mighty Quinn. I want to watch out for the Mighty Quinn. Yeah, yeah. Watch out for that dude. He's he's a I've serious seen nothing. guy. <laughs> it's in the name. <laughs> I know. I know. All right, so I've never seen nothing like the Mighty Quinn. <laughs> so, so um, Tom Nemec is a, a comedian. Um, I saw him the other night, but we had so, gotten into a little conversation on the internet one time. And honestly, yes. um, I'm not going to say I was embarrassed, but I was. Uh, you told me about something that I had never heard about before. Um, the gray shirters. Is that gray what cheaters. The gray cheaters. I'm still saying it wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Um, it's like a um, uh, very strict uh, split off of OA kind of. I mean, is that a decent way to describe it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know a whole lot about it. I was just asking you if you were one because you said you were a food addict. Yeah. No, I... I um, and you said, I, oh, I don't know what a gray cheater is. And then I, you know, and then I <laughs> then we got down to OA. You were like, oh, you're a shitty food addict. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it might have it come out like that because I'm notorious um, for using voice to text exclusively. Yeah. I remember you were saying and, something. We, I think we were like going back for a little bit about Joe Rogan. I know. he Is he your boyfriend? <laughs> see my what i said is he your boyfriend i was kidding around are you a joe rogan joe fan rogan? no no oh, no oh, okay all right i don't even know why we were talking about oh maybe because he was eating meat he's a, he's on one of those uh those meat diets yeah no we were just like kidding meat around fans. i was like oh i'll own joe rogan on the food he's not a food oh addict. yes that's yeah. what it was that's what it was yeah yeah i was probably in a bad mood that morning anyway i'm probably commenting on whatever you were saying without any um, uh, no, without people, any real consideration as to what was happening, I do that sometimes. People, no, people. I, listen, dude, I was the biggest Joe Rogan fan, and I still like Joe Rogan. But you know, I mean, you know, he's just like a Hollywood guy. You know, he's not really like a normal dude. I mean, he's cool. He used to bring THC lollipops into the Howard Stern show when Lee, weed was way illegal. You know, nobody liked weed back then, and he was bringing THC lollipops into the Howard Stern show. So. You know, he's got yeah. a soft spot in my heart. What can I say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I ran into him a few times years ago when I used to work at Dangerfields. I used to have to follow him. Oh, really? Cool. It, before Dangerfields became, it was a regular club, obviously. And it was about, I think, a five-person show. So everybody did a half an hour. It was it was a tight show. They were out of there by midnight. It wasn't like they didn't go to three in the morning like the cellar or anything like that. Yeah. And the last guy was the newest guy because it was also the check spot. Mm. So I would have to go on, even though I wasn't new, I was around comedy for quite a while at the time, but I was new to the club and, you know, I was still, you know, I didn't have any, uh, I didn't, I wasn't having sets like they were, but I would have to follow Bill Burr, Joe Rogan, Jim Norton, and Rogan was the only one they let do 45 minutes. (laughs) How was his 45 minute set? Was it good? Oh yeah, he would chill. Okay, good, good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was a yeah, big that's fan what I'm saying. They would, well, they were all up and chill. Yeah, they were up and chill for 45 minutes, and I would have to do 25 minutes of a check spot after them yeah. when half the audience left already. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's horrible. How how were they? How were they? Were they all cool guys to hang out with? Oh yeah, 
Yeah, you know, when you're in the business, it's just like, you yeah, know, absolutely. any other show you're doing, people mm-hmm. are cordial and friendly, and when they see that you're there regularly, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, it is, honestly, um, Tom, if I sit around and wait for other people's reactions, I'll never, I'll, I would never, I would have never started doing comedy again. There you, know you go, saying? that's a great point. Yeah, that's you know, smart. It's like, you know, even, and even, Tom, even if they just said to me, like, Anthony, you're great, we all love you. You know, no uh, I'm trying to think of the best thing they could say. Your comedy's great. It still wouldn't be enough, Tom. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I yeah. would be like, you know, they could have said it better or, 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 or they're. Oh, know. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, we're it's just, worse when, yeah, we're it's good. worse. <laughs> it's worse when you have a great show. And I used to see this all the time because I was always looking for the negative. And, you know, I'd be standing there at the end, you know, with the other acts saying goodnight as people were walking out and uh, not there, but just like, you know, road gigs. And I could see them and I would say to like, you know, the comics, because you know each other after a while, you know, and I would say, look, here she comes. She's coming right to me. I know it. And you could see the person pushing their way up because they got to come up and say, you know, you were talking about cancer. I didn't find that funny. You know, out of a hundred people, you know, there's one, that one person who's got to come up. You know, they heard everyone else laughing, but they're the one who's going to ruin your night because they know. They just know that you're susceptible to their negativity. Yeah, I mean, you got to have thick skin. I mean, a lot of times, once you start apologizing for one thing, you find yourself apologizing for everything. Sure, you know, you're so absolutely it's, right. It's just like, you know, uh, uh, I, I can be a dick. Some, like some, the other night, like somebody's like, wow, that was a really good five-minute set. And I was like, I go out do comedy all the time. You bet your ass I should have a good five-minute set. <laughs> I was like, is there such thing as a good five-minute set? Like, I was, I was, I was there. Uh, we were all lying to you. <laughs> no, no, not that wasn't the other night. I'm saying. <laughs> I know, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. No, the other night was good, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I hear what you're saying. You know, thick skin, it's time to i'm just saying is like it's just never like you know a compliment sometimes is almost worse than them not saying anything you know i had a thicker skin when i was younger and did comedy and for some reason getting back into it when i'm older it took me a little while to build that up but uh i guess because i was younger i just went into it and didn't really care what anybody thought and i knew that i was younger and i knew i was going to suck at the beginning where here i was good for a while and then quit and had my shit together. Can I say shit on here? Sorry. Uh, so going back into it, I was very, very, very extremely self-conscious. Yeah. Most self-conscious I've ever been in my life. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's strange because, you know, I, I, I came back to comedy too. I did it when I was younger than I had a family. I had some, some, some legal difficulties. I had other jobs. So in essence, it actually gave me a lot to talk about and gave me a, a lot of life experience. So uh, I'm kind of grateful for that in a way, but I mean, you can never have everything, dude, you know? <laughs> I'm just having fun doing comedy. You know, everybody yep. wants to criticize every single thing you do, and it's just, oh, yeah. you know, it's like, dude, you know, either listen to my podcast or book me or don't. <laughs> you know, that's what it comes uh, yes. down. So yeah, anyway, so you... Oh, I get it now. I get it now. Yeah, so you were... The t- <laughs> show is about you. I, I just figured it out. Okay. What'd you say? I, the entire show is about you. I just figured it out. <laughs> You're not going to let me talk. No, I'm talking. I'm going to let you talk. That's okay. I'm sorry. I no, tell, I'm I sorry. Do. I'm just... I'm, 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 uh, I, tell, I was, was going to get doing... to asking you questions right now. We were talking about comedy a little bit. Oh, we're going to ask questions. Oh, shoot. Okay. Yeah, Tom. You're getting questions, man. All right. Let me <laughs> now, I'm gonna, now I'm going to think okay. of really hard ones. <laughs> All right. I have my cats here so they can help me if I get stuck. Because you just heckled me on my own podcast. I didn't heckle you. I'm just – it's not a heckle. I was just pointing out. I'm sure people have done that before. They have. They have. They have, man. I'll give, I'll give you the, the website to my, my anti-website. <laughs> I know. Um, the Anthony Quinn show starring Anthony Quinn interviewing Anthony Quinn. <laughs> so, so you, you, talk, Quinn. you were, t- I remember asking you a while the ago Quinn twins. that, that conversation we had, the original conversation. Um, yes. The one on the internet, the one uh, and, on the internet, probably and, a Saturday morning. And, that's usually no, no, I'm saying it, at the end you were like, Oh, you know, I can't be on your podcast cause I'm not one of you. <laughs> And then, and then I saw you the other night, and you were like, "Oh, you know, yeah, I was just being a smart ass." No, I know I you was, were. I know you were. Yeah, but I'm okay. just saying. But 
Honestly. Yeah, I, I meant, not, not a food addict, I meant I'm not a big fat guy. <laughs> you asked me to be on this, so if you asked me to be on this and didn't realize who I really was, that's your fault. I want you to be you, Tom. You should have done your research. <laughs> Spread your wings, dude. I want you to be you, man. I need you to be you. So the other night you were like, dude, I've been eating really bad. I think I could be on the podcast now. <laughs> oh, no, you're eating really good, you said. You're eating better, you said. Yeah, yeah, I was eating. Yeah, now you're telling too much. I, I don't know who's going to be hearing this. You know, I don't want my Overeaters Anonymous sponsor to hear it and then call me and be like, "Where's that food?" So, so tell me what eating better means. Uh, just eating healthy, whole, non-processed food. Okay. All right. Are, are you? Know, do you cook? I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very good cook. Oh, very good cook. Okay. All yeah. right. So. And I experiment. Create things. All right, so I need I need one of Tom Nemec's dish. I need one. What's your What's your spectacular dish that you're gonna wow somebody with? Tell me. Right uh, now. I I don't I don't do that. It's it's um. I don't have like. A, you said you're a great uh, cook. So tell me, somebody's no, coming over cook. and you you, you want. I to am. I I honestly can't tell you because it's always a variety. All right, so so make no, a variety like, right no, now. Like one. There's no, I mean, I, I can, I can make anything that I want to make. Um, and I go through phases for a while. I was into making, God, I can't even remember it now. It's been a while, but it was something I wanted to make for so long, black bean sauce. So I went out and I bought the black beans and all of the ingredients for the local Chinese market. And then what I do is I have a pretty good sense of flavors and flavor mixing. So mm. I will add and subtract things as I make it more and more. So if someone came over, I can ask them, do you want, uh, you know, beef and eggplant and a black bean sauce, you know, um, and then I'll make that. Oh, okay. Nice. That's, you know, that's I mean, good. I was going to say chicken parm, but like, that's easy. But I like to experiment. And, and do you have a good chicken you know, parm? I mean, things. my name's Anthony, Tom. Don't play with me. Yeah, I know. But chicken parm's chicken parm, I think. You know, I mean, yeah. you have to be really bad to screw it up. Well, you just have I to think. have good chicken, you know. Yeah, good chicken. You don't want one chicken, and you don't want, um, I don't like it, you know, overdone. I worked in an Italian restaurant for years when I was younger, and they used to deep fry it. <laughs> I know that Olive Garden deep fries their chicken parmesan. Yeah. They deep fry the chicken, and then they put the cheese on it. Um, that's horrible. <laughs> People come up to me, and they go, hey, your name's Anthony. You like the Olive Garden? I'm like, no, man. <laughs> nah, that's funny. I used to make a really good, I mean, I can make anything well, but like some things that I made that I liked that took me a long time to get around to making. Chicken Savoy. Um, oh, okay. I used, uh, but I didn't use bone-in chicken. I don't like bone-in. Mm. Well, that's like a, I, I remember when I went to England, everybody was using bone-in chicken. Like when I was in London, I don't know why that was, but yeah, and the chicken savoy traditionally is made. Um, I forget the name of the bar. It's in Bloomfield or Newark, right on the border there. Stretches, I think, something like that. Stretches, um, that's what <laughs> something like that. That's where chicken savoy sounds like a strip from. club. Ah, but um, boom. That's that's where chicken that's where chicken savoy originated from. And they use bone-in chicken there. Okay, and I don't even think it's on the menu. You have to go and ask for it. Wow! Oh my something God! Tavern. You know people. You know people. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just that's how it is. That's it's a. You never heard of the place? What's it called? Stretches. I think. I think I'm gonna get on a computer right now. And now no, it's I've never heard of the place. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's in like Bloomfield or one of those. I always get the name of it. I don't know why. Okay. So all right. So you're you're basically you said like you you find stuff that you like and you enjoy cooking. You yes. enjoy cooking good stuff. So. If you go, say you're going to a five star restaurant. Yeah. Right? What What are you going to get? Five star okay. Well, just... I, don't, I don't go. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a very, I'm a very Belmont Tavern. That's the name of it. But I think Stretches was the name of the guy. So it's Belmont Tavern, and uh, it's in Belleville. Sorry, Bloomfield. They have in Belleville. Oh, Belleville. Okay. Yeah. All right. I know yeah, got, you gotta I know go they there. Got they have a couple of original. <laughs> they have a couple of original things. You never heard of that place? Being an Italian guy, where do you live? Stretches? About. Um, I live in... Belmont Los Tavern. Belmont Tavern. Oh, but I've heard of that. Yes, I've heard of that. But Stretch, I think, is the one who made the chicken savoy. I, I don't know. Don't ask oh. me. I just... Yeah, I've heard of Belmont Tavern. Yeah, okay. yeah I'm, I'm a very... Um, I'm a very picky... Uh, You're a picky eater. Okay. Picky. I eat what I eat, and I, I like what... <laughs> you know, I, I like... 
<laughs> That's what picky eaters say. <laughs> I like what I like. You know, um, some people may say, oh, my God, this place has great burgers like Shake Shack and Five Guys. And uh, to me, they're, they're, they're not great. They're small. They're overcooked. I don't like them at all. All right, so, so what's... I, I make my own burgers. There's a place in Garfield called Barcelona's Pizzeria, and they have the best burgers, the best deal. It's huge. Like, it's huge. And I think it's about $5. Wow. So you can go in there oh, and so get the a price burger weighs and fries. In. The price weighs in when we're talking about food. The price definitely weighs in. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I've gone to restaurants before, and probably if I'm going to an Italian restaurant, I always stick with some. I, I don't like surprises. I don't like spending a lot of money. I bought I bought chicken Savoy, at a, and I, I, I worked in an Italian restaurant in Lindhurst when I was a kid, and they used to serve their version of chicken Savoy, and it was amazing, right? Okay. And I knew what chicken, but I always knew what chicken Savoy was, for example. It's yeah. bone-in chicken, it, it's breaded, it's in like a dish, and then you put, uh, um, uh, I think you put some more breadcrumbs on the top of it. Like This is the traditional recipe, right? And then uh, some red wine vinegar and uh, some Parmesan cheese, and, and you kind of bake it, right? And it gets crispy, and, and it all cooks together, and the, the red wine vinegar, it's just great. It gives it a little bit of, like, I guess, vinegar is like a tart. Nice. So anyway, yes, I was down in Manasquan. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry? No, I said you're getting me very hungry. Go ahead. It's okay. Oh, I was down in Manasquan, New Jersey years ago, and this happens a lot in restaurants with me because I'm a food, kind of a food snob. And anyway, I ordered chicken Savoy, and it was like, it was sliced pieces of chicken breast and some very liquidy brown gravy like they just and it wasn't cooked together you it was clear it was very see i went to school for hotel restaurant management doesn't mean i'm a big authority but i love food and and i i always look at food i love watching food shows and i, I like i said i i'm also very good at 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 figuring out what tastes might go together. Sometimes you make a mistake, but that's trial and error. But anyway, I'm also good at looking at food and finding out the way it was, and figuring out how it was prepared. Another time, I ordered a stuffed pepper at this Italian place in Manasquan called the Manasquan Tavern. Ooh. And um, it came to my plate, and my sister was buying, but I still took a fit. It comes, the plate comes to me, and and the stuffing is in the middle, and there's slices of pepper around the side oh of it. Oh, my God. Yeah, but so I, mean, I called the guy over, and I said, I ordered a stuffed pepper. He's like, yeah, that's our stuffed pepper. That's the way we serve it. And I'm like, I have to talk to you. I had to leave the table because it wasn't just me. It was like my brother-in-law's family, my nephew's girlfriend, a girl I was dating. And I, I went to the manager. I'm like, that's not a freaking stuffed pepper. He's like, well, that's how we serve it. I said, but it's not a stuffed pepper. Sorry, I get very passionate about this. I really do. But it was – were they Italian Greek or something? Why was it even on the menu? Because it was on the menu, and a lot of restaurants get over selling crap on their menus. <laughs> Sometimes I love to go into restaurants and try to figure out. I, I can't tell you off the top of my head, but I like to figure out what their loss leader is. And if I'm annoyed at them, I'll, I'll order that. You know, the loss leader is, you know what that is, right? Yeah. That's the thing that they have it because people like it, but it, it costs them more to sell it. You're like yeah, a rogue comic Gordon Ramsay, dude. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, you want to know? You know those glass convection ovens? Do you ever see those glass convection ovens? Now they have like the air fryer and everything, but they used to have glass convection ovens. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know, about a foot and a half diameter. Um, and I think they still sell them at Home Depot. When I worked the road, I used to carry one of those with me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. toaster oven. I, yeah. I, used to, I used to cook. I was with these comics once, and I walked past their room. It was down in Wildwood. There was a club there. And Buddy Fitzpatrick, and he's like, Tom... We just went to the store. Do you want to have some cold cuts? And I'm like, no, I'm fine. I'm cooking some sausage and peppers and a baked potato. And he's like, okay. And he followed me into my room. And he's like, oh, my God. He really is. And he runs back. And he's like, Tom's got a little stove in there. He's cooking a full meal. <laughs> yeah, I used to bring I used to bring an, an electric. This is how my issues with food. I used to bring a, a small cooler refrigerator with me that my ex-girlfriend gave me. Oh, yeah. In the 90s. It was broken. And... The, the plug was broken, so I hooked it up to um, a battery charger, you know, the small ones, the drip charger yeah. with the prongs. <laughs> yeah. And I just, and if the owner ever saw me doing that, but that's how I used to, uh, I, I have food issues. I, I worked at a supermarket once in New York. It was 50 feet from the front of my building on 14th Street where I was living, and they had a problem one night. 
I just worked part-time as the doorman. And he says, uh, hey, can you stay overnight? You know, we'll pay you. And I was like, yeah, but I have to go home first. And he's like, well, well what? For what? And I said, I, I got to get food. And yeah. I started to walk. Yeah. And then I realized, like, I'm in a supermarket. I don't need to go home and get my food. I can eat whatever I want. Yeah, but yeah, like if I lose weight and I start I'm getting lost. thin and I get on my food plan, if you see me, I'll have a cooler with me. Oh, really? Wherever I go. Yeah, wherever I go. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, well, I just got home from the shop right, actually, when we were talking. And I, I was going to do something else today. And then, like I said, my plans changed and I started doing some work on the house. And um, I had this excited energy. And I started getting in my head where I was like, all right, I can't eat this. I don't want to eat that. That's carbs. That's sugar. That's processed. And then I thought, all right, I'll get hummus. And I'll get these really good crackers that I buy called Mary's Gun Crackers. I think they're made out of seeds and there's nothing really, there's no white flour. Anyway, I got to ShopRite and I thought like, those are 20 carbs a serving. You're going to eat that and the hummus. And the hummus is like um, two tablespoons is a serving of hummus. No, who eats two tablespoons of, you know, that's a mouthful for me. That's not even a serving. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's and yeah. it's over a hundred it's over a hundred grams of sodium. So oh, I would have yeah. eaten the whole yeah. package. Anyway, I got a bag of macadamia nuts, some celery sticks, <laughs> and cheese that was on sale. Well I go to the supermarket every night, I'm not lying. I yeah. you probably don't believe me. No, no, I go on, to honestly, the supermarket sometimes two or three times a day. The best way for me, I can totally believe you, because the best way for me to die or to get on my food plan is to go get my food every day. Because if I do one big diet shop, most of that food's going to go bad, dude. It's too much well, this pressure. Good. It's too much pressure to put on myself. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah, well, it's not even when I'm dieting. I've just, I've always been like that. Since <laughs> I was 30 and moved out of the house. Seriously, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I go to the supermarket every night. You're codependent of the supermarket. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I kind of like I feel like I grew up in the supermarket and being in a dysfunctional family that the supermarket to me was a safe place. My mother's Whoa. best friend ran the deli at this old shop right in Lindhurst where I grew up. And whenever we would go in there, she would always say, oh, you want some Lando Lakes, Lando Lakes sliced thin. She would give me, you know, pieces of Lando Lakes cheese. And I'm not lying, I get a very comforting, comforting feeling going into the... I, I, I really think it's because most, for the most part, out of anywhere in your day, People are in a better mood in the supermarket than they are anywhere else. I know they get cranky online, but yeah. anywhere else, I really think. Yeah, it depends on what supermarket too. Mood. It depends on what supermarket. You know, if it's a good supermarket, people are usually happy to be there. If they're there, oh yeah, you know they're you know it's it, it, they're there. They want to get their stuff and they want to go. They're kind of kind of happy. Food makes us happy. Um, dude, absolutely. Food is tied to memories. I have all kinds of memories from smell, even cologne. Sometimes I'll smell somebody's perfume or something, and it'll remind me of something. I'll feel yeah, like yeah. some kind of connection. But absolutely, man. I mean, um, you know, that makes total sense to me that, you know, going into a supermarket, you feel like, you know, okay, I have, it's something I can do. You you, you actually go to the supermarket as a hobby. <laughs> I, I do. And, and and not only just one, not only just one each day. Today was interesting. I did go to ShopRite, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to be back at ShopRite later tonight for something. Dude, I'm going to call Does you it? and be like, who's got cold cuts on sale? <laughs> I don't go, I don't do prices. I, I, throw, I throw all that crap away in the mail. I, I don't really even take it in my mail. It never, it never makes it into the house unless it's a document I need to save. But yeah. I never look, I never look at prices anymore. I used to. Um, oh, and cold. I don't. I'm trying not to eat cold cuts, dude. Oh god, but, I do that. that. But, Listen, when I lived in New so York, I moved here in 2008, and I lived in New York 98 to 2008. And in 2003 was the first time I, I went on Atkins, and I read his whole entire book. And I remember I was, uh, I remember my first day, I was, I always think of this. I was working the road. There was a club in Bartonsville, Pennsylvania. Um, one of those, uh, uh Scott Bruce rooms, uh, comedy, something crackers, wise crackers, something like that. But anyway, um, and the next morning I went and I got a big omelet at the diner, you know, a big ham and cheese omelet. And I'm like, I'm starting this Atkins thing. And I lost so much weight. And not only that, after a couple of months in, I was about 38 years old at the time. Now I'm 55. A couple of months in, 
I started crying one day because up until that point in my life, I used to crash every day. I was a sluggish slug, like 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning. And I just walked through life and I was kind of depressed. But it was because I was eating all these carbs. I didn't know. Yeah, sugar, and man. they affect people differently, I think, because yeah. they really they really treat me horribly. They really do. You know, I was just talking about this the other day that I realize now as I'm getting older, maybe I'm just realizing it now. Maybe it's happened forever. But um, if I eat sugar in the morning, if I eat too much sugar, like they have, my in-laws have all kinds of um, uh, uh, donuts and cookies and I'll be having coffee and I'll be a little tired. And I think to myself, it's going to give me a jolt, but it's not. It's gonna, no. it's gonna give me a little Joel. It's gonna taste good, and then I'm gonna be depressed. Yeah, it it really is um, evil. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't know what I was gonna say. It, it really, it, it it doesn't make me feel better. It's such a a scam, <laughs> sugar yeah. to me. It really is. Some people were saying that if sugar came around today, like if it was just that the FDA would outlaw it. Wow. Yeah, you I've know? seen I've seen little. Um, mini docs on public TV and you know I know there's some movies about documentaries about sugar and I never watch them because I kind of get it you know already yeah dude uh, so I just want to say one other thing because you mentioned cold cuts this oh, is where ahead, I was yeah, going go ahead, yeah. so I, I I was I was doing great I lost all of this weight uh, exercise and running 10 miles and then still doing pretty well you know um, purposely went off the diet on purpose I ate a pint it was an over emotional thing over a girlfriend um, so I think it was the end of 2003. It was that blackout. I started Atkins about after 2001. Cause that's when I met her. Um, after, after September, 2001, I maybe even December, it could have been 2002, but anyway, um, so I lost all this weight. And then that blackout we had in 2003, I, I rollerbladed from New York city all the way to her house in Brooklyn. And then I came back late at night rollerblade in the dark i just have to mention that but anyway um i wanted some comfort food and at that point i was on atkins almost seven or eight months and i was just doing i was just cruising i was just fantastic anyway i ate a pint of haagen for the whole month the whole oh, entire wow. month because i had one that night and it didn't give me that old familiar feeling because i was off of sugar for so long Oh my God! Yeah, ice cream so is terrible I didn't too. Get, yeah, even the good I stuff. Even the good stuff. Hagen Dazs is all natural yep. ingredients, but it doesn't uh, mean that it's say. good for you. You know. That's what they say. Oh, I know. Yeah, I literally ate a pint of Hagen Dazs for a whole month. I just said I'm going to eat a whole pint of Hagen Dazs. Anyway, I went off. Came here in 2008. I don't know if you want to hear this, but I'm going to tell you. No, I'm with you. I, I was just going to say a lot of people that lose a lot of weight on napkins gain it back quick. That's all I was going to say. Yeah, um, that's what people say. I didn't gain a lot back though. Um, no, you I've don't look. You don't look about heavy. Two twenty. Yeah, you don't look. No, heavy. I've, always, I've always been about two twenty. Um, but I really think it's because it's a slippery slope, and you can easily give in because there's not a whole lot of healthy options. And anyway, so when I moved here, um, it's not even about gaining the weight back. To me, it's about just feeling better. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You know? But you do so, need some carbs, right? You do need some What's carbs, that? though, right? Like in vegetables and stuff? Yeah, yeah, it's low carb. Yeah, yeah, there's no such thing as no carb. I mean, I would never do no carb. But anyway, so I moved here in 2008, and, you know, three or four years in, I find myself, I used to walk past the deli department and be like, oh my God, deli meat's disgusting. I haven't eaten deli meat in 20 years. I'm not going to eat it now, you know? Because um, I didn't really eat it much anyway. Uh, and then I started eating it when I moved here. And then I started going to the Chinese buffet, Oh, you know? God. Yeah. Chinese food is the worst, dude. Oh, they use the energy really and shit. And, and you know what you know what pisses me off about all this stuff is when people... I was just talking to someone earlier, and they were like, oh, how about a piece of cake? You know, cake's okay. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I don't need cake. I honestly don't. I'm not, like, denying myself cake. You know, it's not like I'm, I'm refusing to ever pee ever again. Like, it's not that... It's not that... It's not that traumatic. It's just like... I'll eat cake. Believe me, I'll eat cheesecake. But I'm not going to eat processed crap from ShopRite anymore. Yeah. You know, I'll go to a bakery that makes it fresh and and with whole ingredients. And I don't even need to eat that piece that they call a portion. Because that's just <laughs> someone's... But you know, right? I mean, that's nothing new. That's just somebody's idea. Of, this is what a portion size is. And then we all take it. We go, oh, all right. Well, that's the size of the cake. I guess I have to eat the whole thing. 
No, you, you can slice it in half or quarters if you want. More is not better. It's not. Yeah, I mean, um, a lot of times when you're doing these types of things, I don't even talk to people about it. I was like a vegetarian years ago. I've been through a lot in my food journey. Well, I learned I, to stop. Yeah, I, I've ahead. lost I weight. To stop talking to people. No, I yeah, I, I I lost weight several times, and dude, I would get where I was staying, and I looked good, and I was working hard though, and I would see people. I remember this one woman who owned an auto shop. I was there getting my oil change, and she was like, "What are you doing? You look great." And I was like, "Well, you know, I'm pretty much eating mostly a non-animal protein," and I said, and she goes, "What about cheese?" And I go, "No cheese." Wow. I go, no cheese, and the look on her fucking face. Yeah, I'm not cheese. <laughs> Sorry. I hate that shit. I want to punch him right in the middle. You have to help. Dude, but she, her body language was like, I'd rather die. And I was kind of like, go ahead. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Hurry like, up. I, 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 I'm kind of like riffing around this joke idea about like that there's always time to stop at the McDonald's in the ambulance on the way to the hospital when you're dying. You know, you could eat it then, but, you know, I can't kite surf and go hiking from the back of an ambulance when I'm dying. Dude, you know, and and to me, eating healthy is living healthy and eating crappy is like, you know, feeling miserable and not getting out and doing things I want to do. Yeah, I mean, I've been really struggling. I, I have a joke about the Wendy's two for five, but I went there yesterday and they don't have the two for five anymore. And I was like... All right. No, I'm actually happy about it because first of all, it wasn't that crowded (laughs) and I don't need to be going and getting two for five. It was almost like them having two two full sandwiches for $5. It was like, I have to go there because it's the cheapest thing I can get. You know, I mean, that's what I was telling myself, Tom. Yeah. 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 yeah, I've done it. I've done it so many times, so many times. And then you go into a quick check and you're like, but there's nothing in here to eat. And it's like, yeah, there's yogurt and banana and there's good yogurt. Not even, you know, just healthy Greek, like, you know, like real Greek yogurt. Not like there's stuff in there. Um, you just, oh, damn, you just reminded me of something. Wait. Um, uh, you know, I was going to say, dude, I've done it. Wait, th- no, I have to get back. No, it's okay. Wait, wait, what was it's that all right. That's okay. What were you just saying before that? Um, what were you saying right before that about... About cheese. We were talking about cheese. People, their their body language is like, I'd rather die than not eat cheese. Oh, yeah. I had a brilliant thought and I can't remember what it was. No, I said I've lost weight several times. Yes, I heard that. Um, And uh, so, yeah, but I mean, you know, it's, it's, I was just going to say, Tom, I've gutted it out so many times, dude. I mean, I've lost over 80 pounds probably four or five times at least. I mean, over the years. Oh, not every other year. Yeah. Over the years, and I know how to do it, dude. But I just—it's yeah. hard. It's weird to say this, but I just don't want to right now. As much as yeah. I need to, and that's what this podcast is about—about about me trying to talk about this shit, so I can. Yeah, yeah, that's great. You know, and someone like you is perfect because you're talking about healthy options, and well, it seems like you know about the struggle. You know. Yeah. Whatever you do, don't go away because that'll help. <laughs> no, dude, no. I go. I do go to away, but I don't like the virtual meetings. You know, I, oh, okay. and I don't go. I try to go every week. Sometimes I go once a week, but realistically, I go like twice a month. And um, yeah, I do, I've done some phone meetings recently. I, oh, really, dude? I've I've I know people in OA that haven't had sugar in twenty five years. Oh, God bless them. They're so lucky. This you know why? Because it's a habit, and the longer you do it, you don't... Like, when I when I, like, when I went on Atkins that first time, I, when I first did it, I was like, I can't have bread. I love bread. I love bread. <laughs> and Atkins talks about in his book, you're not going to want it. He's like, you're not going to. Maybe you might try a little piece one day with some butter, and you might find the best bread, but it'll, it, you won't get that yummy feeling because you're going to be off of sugar. So you're not. It's that's all it really is, right? Like it's just sugar. Yeah. And I remember I went out to eat with my nephews and my sister, and they had this really great bread, and I was so excited. And I took a piece, and I was like, "Oh, wow! All right, I don't need bread." And dude, you and know, yeah, three to five the days. The factor is the sugar. We all know that. Three to five days for me, though. If I could usually gut it out for three or three to five days, then I'm over the hump, kinda. You know, I, I mean, notice. I take a couple of weeks. I'm still like kind of 
uh, a little bit. I'm taking out glutamine from time to time. Not so much actually as I was the first couple of weeks where I had to take it two or three times a day because it curbed sugar cravings. But what I do now is I just keep it with me. So when I get a sugar craving, I will take the L-glutamine and then I'll, I don't know if it's psychological or not. And I'll just be like, there, now I'm not going to have a sugar craving in 20 minutes or a half an hour. I was and just, just going to say this dude who was like my semi-sponsor in OA, he was a very busy guy. But I went to his birthday party, dude, and his wife bakes a cake, his favorite cake. He hasn't had cake in like over, he hasn't had a piece of bread in over 22 years or something. His wow. wife still bakes him this cake every year and he doesn't have any of it. Wow. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if he wants her to or if she's just one of those miserable, those miserable people. No, it's I a great cake, like, dude. It's like pistachio, uh, it's like a pistachio uh, frosting. No, no. I think she does. I understand, but he doesn't want cake. Like, why is she making it? <laughs> no, he doesn't eat it. He wants everybody else to have it. Oh, know? I see. I see. Okay, okay. I, yeah, I, he I, doesn't I, want it. I mean, he's so like you said. He's so you far don't into it. it. You really don't. He's seen the rewards, and that's it, Tom. What we have to try to do, what I have to try to do, is is do it until I see the rewards, because that's the best motivation. Yeah, Once you start yeah. seeing yourself oh. losing weight and you're feeling better. So where are we in now? Twenty twenty one. So, um, oh God, what was it? Let me just put it this way. Not this past September, but the September before, what was that? 19, I was 187 pounds. Wow. Because the, about, not the year before, but the November before that, I was like, all right, I'm going to get rid of this. I was about almost 230. And I'm like, I'm going to get rid of this. They had this contest at work. I knew I wanted to start get looking for and getting a job teaching in the city and moving back into the city and i you know i just i just i needed to do this and my blood pressure was really high and i was on medication yeah so i lost all that weight i lost all that weight and i was at 187 and i'm like oh my god i'm going i'm gonna go down i'm coming you know i remember like being at the gym one day and i took a picture of the scale and i'm like i'm coming for you 180 and then <laughs> september started and I did really great in September because I had a place to live in New York. Then I left that place and went back to commuting until I found, because it wasn't my own place. I went back to commuting and it was a two hour and 15 minute one way minimum. Oh my. Two God. hours and 15 minutes. That's, when I say minimum, I always say like that's what the G, that's a Google said. So, you know, <laughs> you add 20 minutes to that. Like, you know, it says two hours and 15 minutes. I would get up at 4.33 in the morning because 4.30 was too early, so I set the alarm to 4.33. <laughs> I wouldn't even look – I wouldn't look at the clock. So I would turn it off in the morning, turn it back on, and then turn it around so when I came home at night, I didn't look at it. So I don't know what time I went to bed, mm. right? Because that way I didn't freak myself out. But anyway, by December, I was a mess. Mm. And December break, Christmas break. I was just thinking, like, I, I gained back. I think I was back. I was over 200. I went from 187 up to, like, 2-something, two 205. And then, all right, so then anyway, February, I finally got a place in New York. February 1st, joined the gym, probably went twice, got a city bike pass, and then we had the damn pandemic. Mm. But I think I held out pretty well through the pandemic, because right now I'm about... I think I'm just about 208. I haven't weighed myself, but I have a good sense. So I'm about 208 probably, which isn't bad. And I'm going back down. I'm going back down to that 180. And then I'm going to muscle up. That's my. That's been my dream my whole life. Well, you know, I do this very similar stuff, dude. I'll like get on a gym binge. There hasn't been many gym binges, but there's they've been there. And I'll get thin. I'll be walking five miles a day. I start doing oh, yeah. some lifting a little bit, little bit. And then I just fall off and it all comes back, dude. And it's just I so walk, fucking painful. I walk crazy miles in the city. I just, because there's nothing to do. So oh, I'll yeah. just go out and walk. Yeah. City, I'm that's one thing. And third. Yeah. I'll walk all the way down to the Lower East Side and back again yeah. in a night. When I lived in the city, yeah, when I lived in the city, it was a lot easier to, to, to lose weight. All right, so listen, let me, let me ask you. I want to ask you. I want to ask you about that stuffed pepper story. I think I interrupted you. What did you say to the guy again? I said, this isn't stuffed peppers. And he's like, oh, that's the way That's the way we serve it. I said, yes, I understand how you're, because this is what restaurants do. They, they, they tell you this is our version of it. And I say, but that's not stuffed peppers. It was never stuffed peppers. And let me tell you what they did. And I knew this just by looking at it, because I even said to him, 
And and I said, well, is this is this this? And then, you know, so what it was was roasted peppers surrounding a mixture of what somebody would put into a stuffed pepper. <laughs> so it was the pepper was never even stuffed. The stuffing was never the stuffing and. I've never even met the inside of a pepper ever in its life. The roasted peppers were separate, probably in that place, coming out of a jar or a can. Yeah, they were for sandwiches, Brian. They were for sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I I don't. I mean, I can't think of any others. I can't think of lots of stories like that. But I'm very particular when there's something wrong on the menu. It's like that's not what it is, you know, because they change their they change the way they do things, and they don't want to change the menu. Dude, you send a Greek person in there, they'll probably cut them. <laughs> like, what Why is Greek stuffed is... peppers? I don't, I don't know. No, yeah, Greeks Greeks are the ones that make the stuffed peppers, man. Oh, uh, okay. Those are the ones that make the good food. ones, man. Their food's fucking awesome. I love Greek well, food. A good Greek I, restaurant. I didn't know that. I didn't know they did stuffed peppers. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 the Greek thing, man. Absolutely. I mean, my mom, my Italian mom made stuffed peppers. They were pretty good. But she also made stuffed artichokes, baby. Forget about it. Oh, I used to get them at uh, San Carlo where I worked at Lindhurst. The, the the mom used to do the uh, artichokes. Yeah, man. You know, you, dude, you call me right away wherever I'm at. I'll drop my baby and run for this stuffed artichoke, okay? <laughs> yeah, I haven't had them in a long time. Me and someone I dated once, we made them. We were away. I know how to make them. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. It took, it took a long time, and then I, I wasn't paying attention. I got the little spikes in my mouth, and I was eating it. Did you say you put chicken in them? No, no, no. We made a chicken also. We made, oh, oh, we, okay. we made a roasted chicken. Yeah, dude. I've known how to make stuffed artichokes since I was a little, little tiny kid because I used to help my mom make them. It's just one of those things you'll never forget. It's not really that hard either. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's, it's not hard to know the ingredients, but it's not easy to do. But I thought it was just most thing was time consuming. That's what I, thought I remember. Not, not not making it, but it just took a long time to cook. Yes. I don't yeah, like things that take it. a long time to cook. I said cooking it. You got to know how to do it. You got to do it a couple times and then yeah. have, have a system. Um, and you got to put oil in the water. That's what I, I didn't do at first was I didn't put any oil in the boiling water. You got to put a little oil in it. All right. So. I use I don't use my oven so much anymore because it's just me. And even if I'm making, you know, a pound of meatballs, I'll do them on the stovetop now, just really low. I just think, like, heating up that whole entire oven, and I put this little dish in there, and I think, like, I just feel like it's a big waste. So I do almost everything exclusively on the stovetop, and it's kind of fun. It's challenging. Yeah. Um, and putting it's, it on low. And, and it's good. It's, it, you can do a really good job with the stovetop. I'm actually not cooking anything right now, Tom. I'm fucking, I, you know what I do? I eat a can of beans a day. I eat a can right. of salt-free beans a day. I gut right. them down with coffee, and that's my healthy thing. It helps clean me out, and I think that's the only reason why I'm alive still, Tom. <laughs> and you don't eat anything? Are you joking? I don't know when you're joking. I don't that. eat any anything any other thing that's healthy. I had like what? a, a oh. fucking sausage McMuffin today, and I'm probably going to go get a Italian sandwich or something after this. You know, you just reminded me of something a good friend of mine said. Um, we were talking about dieting and eating and being aware of food. And he was saying, you know, people lose weight on the potato diet. He said, not, he doesn't think just because, not because it's potatoes, but because you're aware of what you're putting in your mouth. A lot of us just aren't aware of what we put in our mouth. Yeah. We do it subconsciously and we think it's okay. And we see a bag of Fritos and we think, oh, I could have a bag of Fritos when, when really, I don't know, I, I really believe that we shouldn't be eating all of that stuff. I'll speak for me. I should have been eating all of that stuff. It, it doesn't enhance my life. It no. really doesn't. No, my Fritos have never. And Fritos was my mother's favorite food. And when I eat a Frito, it brings back all of these childhood <laughs> memories, and I feel safe. But they don't enhance my life. They do nothing for my life. They yeah. do nothing. My in-laws gave me a dinner, Tom. They there's corned beef. I didn't get corned beef yesterday. I didn't have any. They have corned beef. They gave me. There's potatoes in there. There's cabbage, and there's some chicken that she made. <laughs> there's no reason for me to go out and get food tonight, Tom. No reason. Cabbage. Cabbage is disgusting. But I'm saying, I, I, I'm, you know, corned beef and cabbage and potatoes. I'm sorry, no. My I last know, name's Quinn, buddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> cabbage is just like... I know, I know like I'm a little a, round meatball to you, you know? <laughs> no, but, but cabbage, to me, just seems like a, like a failed lettuce. It just... 
That's it great. just can't, it can't do anything right. Oh, it's disgusting. I hate cabbage. You've never had stuffed cabbage, like Polish, the way the Polish... My mother cook? used to make it. My my mother used to make that. She used to make stuffed peppers, and I would make her make my stuffed pepper without the peppers when I was a kid. Uh, a, I hate cabbage. Yeah. I got corned beef Sunday, uh, Sunday and Monday. I got a half pound on Sunday, and then I finished the whole thing by the next day. So then I went back and I got three quarters of a pound, and then I just ate it Monday and Tuesday, just a little bit each day. So, and that was yeah, it. so, so maybe maybe stuffed peppers are Polish too, because I know the stuff that's in stuffed cabbage is is just like the stuff that's in stuffed peppers. Yeah, we're so. Irish and German and Slovak. They told me. Okay. So yeah, so my mother used to make that. Uh, oh, the, awesome. How yeah. was it? Was it good? Was did she have some good stuff? Stuffed uh, cabbage or what? I mean, her stuffed peppers were all right. I always felt she put too much rice. My mother wasn't a good cook. I used to do a joke years ago. Um, uh, I can't even remember what it was, but I talked about how, yeah, how what a horrible cook. And it wasn't until I was in my twenties I found out chicken could be juicy. Like she was just such a. She really was a bad cook because she just do. She just she just did what most people did. She did what she was taught, you know. Yeah. And then when yeah. I, what happened was when I went to community Bergen Community College and started taking hotel restaurant management, and I would come home and I would cook certain things, following the chef's, you know, there was a chef teacher, yeah. his recipe book. Um, he, he was an interesting guy. He was really weird. He used to go, "Excellent!" He was this really strange man. Uh, but anyway, um, she would tell me I'm doing things wrong. And I would go back and I would tell him and he'd say, no, you know, basically he said, she's wrong. That, that, this is what, this is what this will look like, like if dude, you do you're gonna the get way hit she's with saying. And I would say, yeah, that's my mother's cooking. You're yeah. going to get hit with a shoe. She overcooked dude. everything. <laughs> she can hit the guy with a shoe. <laughs> um, you know, my mom. She overcooked everything, my mother. Oh, God, it was horrible. Sim- I feel bad know, sim- for her, but just horrible sim- cook. Similar thing with me. My dad was Irish and he, uh, he, he always ordered steak. And my mom, I don't know what she did to that steak, but I never liked steak until I got a little older and I had really good steak. I mean, my yeah. mom made great yeah. Italian food, but she just couldn't cook a fucking steak. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yep. So listen, I think we're going to wrap up, Tom. Oh. But um, what are we at here? Did I say anything funny? I don't know if I said anything funny. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, this I is... No, I mean, this is really just me talking know, about stuff. You said a bunch of funny stuff. Yeah, man. We I can know, have I'm you... playing. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just We can have you back stuff. on too, dude, if the world doesn't yeah, end. We'll, we'll talk more about food. <laughs> yeah, I can have you on the other one too, Quinspiracy. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. It's very laid back. It's not. Yeah. I'm more I'll of a skeptic, dude. I'm not a conspiracy guy. I, oh, I'm, good. Okay. I make fun of all the UFO people. I make fun of the Bigfoot people. I make fun of you know. There's just no. It's oh, all, those kind. Of, oh, see, I, I I don't consider those conspiracies. I thought you were talking about like QAnon and stuff. Like I that. mean, if somebody, the thing is, it's all about me interviewing comics. Yes. So, like, if they know a lot about cons- QAnon, um, yeah. I know enough about it where we can talk about it. And usually, I haven't had any comics. We're they're busy, dude. They're not. They can't be into like QAnon and stuff. They just. They're amazed by it, so they get on 4chan and they know a little bit about it. But, um, but no, I mean, I don't really get too serious because how can you get serious with information that's not backed up by any evidence? Yeah, it's true. You're absolutely right. You know, so it's like people bust my balls like you don't have research, and it's like yeah, but they don't have research either because it's all stuff you can't prove. <laughs> and the same. Well, shit- I to, Go ahead. I used to work with Bigfoot at Wawa <laughs> down South Jersey, so that's proof right there. All right, so you're a Bigfoot guy. But honestly, Tom, you wouldn't believe the people that believe in Bigfoot. I mean, they go into like a zone. I know. <laughs> they go into a big... They love the guy. I know, so. I know. It's, it's, they're, they're, they're insane. All right, so so plug your... um. What do you got? You got, uh, you got a website, well, Instagram, plug whatever you need to plug. You got some no, stuff coming I up? Anything. I don't have anything. I have uh, medication waiting for me to pick up at the Walgreens in Middletown. <laughs> that's it that's all I have that's all I have going seriously <laughs> alright well you don't have an Instagram no no you don't you have Facebook so Tom Nemec on Facebook people yep, um, yep. contact him he's a very funny he's pro comic yep and um, I'm not gonna add you but you can contact me anyway <laughs> <laughs> he's a picky eater and a pain in the ass everybody yeah I don't know if it's a pain in the ass but I'm just kidding um, 
No, I mean, you know, you, you yeah. don't think people who are picky eaters are a little bit of a pain in the ass? <laughs> I don't think so, no. I think you should. I think we should all be a picky eater. So many people take what's given them. Absolutely. No, that's a great I point. I send man. stuff back all the time. That is a great point. That is a great point. I mean, I don't mind if people send stuff back right from the get-go, but it's when people eat a bunch of it and then they send it back that that's yeah. a, that annoys me. Yeah, so. and by the way, when I send something back, I have to really think, am I full because I'm not eating anything else in this restaurant tonight because <laughs> I don't trust them? <laughs> so, so when I send it back, I have it taken off the menu and I'm, I'm fine. And I just tell them, no, I don't want anything else. Thank you very much. <laughs> did you did you see, ever see Gordon um, Ramsay's Kitchen Night? Not the one that was on Fox, Hell's Kitchen. That was silly. But do you ever see the Kitchen Nightmares one? No, I don't think so. That he would but just he, like show up in a restaurant, and he wouldn't. Nobody would know he was going to show up, and he would just oh, show up wow. and order like the fish crepe, like exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I might have seen clips of that. Is that when he's just there and he's like, I don't even know what this is made out of, and he calls the waitress over eventually, and he's like, take this back, please. This is disgusting, right? Is that the one? Yeah, yeah. He goes through it's like, yeah. and and he'll be like yelling at people. He'll be like, your restaurant's fucked. And then he'll like walk around the block and they'll be best friends after that. He'll walk around the block with the guy. And that one's really good. Kitchen, it's called Kitchen Nightmares. Um, you know, you reminded me just something before I forget. Have you ever seen the movie Who's Killing the Great Chefs of Europe with Dom DeLuise? I may have years ago. I think I did years oh, okay. ago. I don't, I'm not sure if I remember it. That You recommend that one? That's a good one? I think so. Yeah, it was a great movie. It was about food. It was about how food... You know, I remember Fatso. Fatso. I remember. I remember Fatso with Dom DeLuise. Sorry, yeah. yeah, Fatso with Dom DeLuise. I think he was in Who's Killing the Great Chefs of Europe. Also, I remember Fatso. I remember he was uh, at his mom's funeral, and he was making the sauce and eating bread. <laughs> <laughs> and the opening when he was peeing, and they gave him a donut as a that's, baby. Somebody was diapering, diapering him. <laughs> Dude, that's a bigoted movie. I'm going after that movie. I'm canceling that Dude. movie, Tom. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> All right, dude. Tom Nemec, everybody. Thank you so much for coming by. Dude. Thank you. I, had, I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. All right, really, dude. We're going to do another one soon. I'll talk to you soon, brother. Absolutely. You have a great night. Be good. Bye. All right. Yeah, Tom Nemec, man. He was very forthcoming about, you know, his food, his his strategies. Um, talk, we talked about comedy and stuff, too. Um, he's got a lot of cool stories. So uh, check it out. Check him out. And please keep checking this out. This is Food Addict. My name is Anthony Quinn. Cheers.